0: Testing, testing, testing. Ready, set, go. It's time for the Coach Amy and Coach Liz Show.
1: A podcast for endurance athletes by two athletes, two coaches, and a physical therapist.
0: We are your hosts, Coach Amy
1: and Coach Liz, coming to you from Kansas Kansas City. City.
0: for another episode of the Coach Amy and Coach Liz show. Um so Liz, I <laughs> I um asked my son Parker to help me because I noticed that you I was super jealous of the fact that I would be like, okay, here's a topic we're going to discuss, and you would get out a piece of paper and a pen and just jot down notes in like five minutes and have I mean, a whole structured thing.
1: It's farcical, but
0: okay. Okay, but it's I'm I was super jealous about it, and I'm like, <laughs> I need help. All right. And my 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 son Parker, he. Um, well, he's not currently, He's doing, he has a different job right now, but um, he was an assistant debate coach for, you know, the entire time he was um, at UMKC undergrad program and he actually debated for UMKC and in high school. Um, and then when he graduated, he was a debate coach uh, for forensics and debate and a speech teacher for two years.
1: Oh my God.
0: At Wichita East. Okay, I'm super. proud. you tell I'm super proud?
1: What's super proud? proud I mean, of him. and that's not a that's that is a unique skill because it's most a of us skill.
0: Don't. But also, like and he's he, really good. And, he, and he's a really good teacher. Okay, mm. too, which is was fun. So I'm like, okay, I need his help. He can help me with a podcast. Like yeah. help me organize my thoughts. And so he listened to some of our podcasts, and then he sat down with me to help me. And um, I was so surprised because I thought he was going. I thought I needed more structure. And he's like, no, you actually need the opposite of structure. And um, it kind of reminded me of when um, patients come in, especially with tendon injuries, but uh, they've Googled what to do and they Google and they find out they're, they think they're supposed to stretch, that that's the information that they got when it's actually the opposite of what they need mm-hmm. to do. So I was like, oh, tables are turned. The teacher's telling me exactly what I have to tell my patients, which is what you think is not what you think. <laughs> it's not right. Um, so, but anyway, he ended up sharing like all kinds of ways for me um, and for our podcast to have really good flow, but still have some structure. Anyway, He came up with this quote, and he's heard it somewhere, right, Um, where boundaries give people more freedom.
1: Oh, my gosh. And I just about died because I really enjoy, like, I don't know what you'd call it, but I love learning about, like, I hate the word self-help, but it's just... But it's true. Well, I've had to do a lot of, you know, (laughs) I've had to do a lot of work, so I'm dove in. And, like, the the work that you have to do around boundaries if you're really kind of diving into some of that stuff is is enormous and it um it really is very true in terms of like self-improvement and learning how to manage your life and like your mental health and all that stuff like boundaries really do provide a sense of they provide people with freedom and it's an enormous amount of work and i just that's not really your wheelhouse. You don't really enjoy No, I I don't. But the quote really speaks to Well, that's to what me, I mean. That's why I it laughed so it was relevant so hard. to
0: my... Li- yeah. I did. She was like,
1: oh, look at you. And you I know got- it's in relation to our podcast, but I just really enjoyed that we got to have... I mean, I would feel like if there was one thing I was going to say about all the like work I've done around mental health, that that is probably one of the most true statements. And, I, and it's so, so the so opposite different.
0: of what you would think. <clears throat> I
1: know. <laughs> it's just... I just enjoy bringing our...
0: Boundaries give people more freedom.
1: I mean, boundary work is no joke. I know. Amy just rolls her eyes. I know it. <laughs> no, I give, it gives her but eyes. But it
0: was like an aha uh-huh moment for me because it, he. It's it's true, and I was like, okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna work on that.
1: Okay. All right. I want to know. Oh, go ahead. Well, so, well, I don't know if we're ready. I'm just be really curious how you're gonna bring that statement into our work podcasts. Like boundaries. What are your boundaries in podcasting going to look like?
0: Well, it having, having some structure that you already know about. Like a structure to work within. A structure to work within rather than force myself to be more structured. So yeah. whatever, like for the super shoe example, yeah. that episode I was like, I just want to delete that episode because I kept as Parker put it, policing myself yeah. and saying, oh, we'll, t- we'll, we'll get back to that in a second. Cause there's this point I want to do yep. right here, right now. Yeah. You don't have to do that point right there, right
1: now. No, And so, I mean, you know, do you do like, so you have this structure and it provides, it's like, it holds the space for you. So you're not trying to constantly like, like h- create like the solid structure that you're going to talk from. It's like, you trust that the flow is going to be there and then it allows you to just kind of move within it freely. Yes. Yeah. That's what he was saying. I know. It's amazing. Don't stretch your tendons.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> Work on okay. your boundaries, people.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, So our topic for today, we would like to share our first indu- injuries that we sustained in endurance sport. So, Liz, you're going to pick one, and I'm going to pick one. Okay. Okay. So what is the first you
1: know, significant
0: injury that you sustained?
1: Well, so, so I was pretty lucky. Like I didn't really have, so I was a swimmer and I did other things too. Like I, I mean, I did weightlifting. I was forced into family Taekwondo. <laughs> oh my God. You wonder why I need therapy. Fredward, Fredward Taekwondo. People, <laughs> it was an untenable oh situation. God family YMCA taekwondo in high school. It's amazing I wasn't shoved into a locker and like left there permanently. But you
0: would have been I able still to have do self scars.
1: defense. Okay. Okay. Really? Well, my. that is farcical. So, we were Family YMCA does not teach you self defense. What was I going to do? Taekw- Whip out my like roundhouse kick? No, like no, somebody's no. attacking me and I'm like, "Wait, I know the secret taekwondo spot." No, That serious. is not how that goes down. I do have really? a story about she that. She thinks that... No, listen, Parker, Parker commu-
0: who we were just talking about, my son Parker, okay. he took Taekwondo, and the bully from the neighborhood came up to beat up on him, and oh, in Taekwondo, you learn... I know. In Taekwondo, their philosophy, and I'm probably not going to say it right, but is is more like we don't go after people. It's like right, it's right. Like defense. It's blocking mechanisms. Yeah, and I like- literally, I you guys can't see my arms, but... Parker was just, this was out on our driveway, a bunch of neighbors were sitting around and he is putting up these block moves and literally blocking every single punch this kid was throwing at him. Oh, that makes sense. So then that kid goes home and I get a call from the mom and the mom says, my son says that Parker takes Taekwondo and he wants to take Taekwondo and I, because he was, you know, and I was like, do you know why he knows that my son takes Taekwondo. Because he was blocking moves from your son trying to punch him. And I said to that her, I said, horrifying. you know, they don't allow those students in Taekwondo bullies. The ones that punch oh and, uh, and tend to hurt. That's the exact opposite philosophy. Oh my okay, gosh, but this horrifying. wasn't your
1: experience. <laughs> no. Now I feel all sad. No, no, no,
0: no be <laughs> well, happy because he had learned these defense moves and just automatically put them to use. Well... And he wasn't That's like great. emotionally scarred or anything. He was just, you really? know. I no, mean, if no, no, someone no, no. Think about how many times kids are bullied and stuff.
1: He, he I feel that those emotional scars stay with us. <laughs> I don't know what kind well, we'll of denial you're him, in, but we'll have
0: to ask him. <laughs> I, I I he has good memories of it. Like like positive memories that
1: he was able to well, that's himself. good. That is good that he you turned know? that around, and he was resilient about right. it. Right, exactly. So, but
0: your experience with Taekwondo, well, I family mean, I,
1: Taekwondo at the Y, was not. Can you? Can you? If someone had come after me, there was no way I was like whipping out the like, well, there, roundhouse. Kid, okay, you know. So and can I? So yeah, oh, I can't. I don't know. I have well, a story that's. Yeah, let's hear it. Oh, I just no, I don't know. Like trying to. In our in our house, my my dad had this like sock hanging from the middle of our living room ceiling <laughs> to practice his kick to try to get his leg up high enough for the kick like it's amazing i function at all
0: you guys her dad is a gym.
1: oh he is your, your, just your like, dad oh is my gosh. such
0: a gym. he
1: is little fredward and you know like we're taking the family ymc and you know his heart's in the right place but oh, it is just do it's you have not... pictures of this at all that you can dig I'm up. sure I burned oh. that a mistake if I did. I, I Oh would never, no. Come on. Okay, if you find pictures we are okay. putting them up. Anyway, the point is the injuries. Where you, I digress yes. with the family YMCA. Clearly I'm carrying that around. I don't worked <laughs> through that. yet. <laughs> it doesn't make you hip. It does not make you hip. I you know, anyway. So, my first day, so anyway, I was I did a lot of oh, I did a lot of stuff, but I and I was actually I even swam through college and I don't, I don't think I really ever had an injury. I was very oh, lucky. Yeah. Like my shoulders, you know, um, I now have had them and I have much more empathy and I'm much less of a jerk about people being, you know. <laughs> I was like, why? What are you? Your shoulders are fine. Anyway, so then I get out of college and in my 5,000 jobs that I had after college, I worked in an office. Mm-hmm, oh, that's where I, I belong. Can't, I can't see Oh, gosh. Uh-huh. It went exactly how you thought it did. But I was, I was a filer. So I, I worked in like a company where all these people would pull out like And things weren't... They pulled out all the files. They'd use the files. They'd set them down. And so I spent my entire day refiling all of mm-hmm. people's files. So I was, like, putting my arm up and down all the time. And oh, I repetitive motion. Yeah. I mm-hmm. sustained my first injury from filing. That's not an endurance sport injury. Kind of. Because it affected... It, one, it my shoulder's af- never been the same. <sighs> it's never been the same. And it did affect my swimming. I mean, I eventually... And let's be clear. No doubt that shoulder injury had been, you know, I mean you have imbalances that take a long time to show up. So no right. doubt and that And when had been. you're young too, you can get, you, can you do get, you power through, right? You know, Not like. necessarily power, powering through pain
0: necessarily, but your body is just more, way more pliable. Way more. You, right. So, so no you, doubt
1: that had been coming, mm-hmm. but I mean, it truly like eventually I ended up with a torn labrum on that shoulder and like, it's never been the same, which again, I'm sure had a huge history and like had been building. It just didn't like filing. Filing wasn't my... It was It was allergic to filing. Yes, your shoulder was allergic. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, that was really the first time I'd had any shoulder problems. And it gave me a new appreciation. Because I couldn't go swim. It was, it was annoying. And yeah. it was from filing. It's just rude. It is rude. Um, How dare they? Anyway. Okay. It's kind of my... That's my first... Because that was my first... That was my first. first
0: experience. Yeah, I mean, and it affected your swimming. So I guess I would, we would, we will that'll qualify. Yeah. My shoulders have never been the same. Okay. Go okay. Ahead. So I think there's a podcast where I mention, or maybe I wrote this in a blog post somewhere, but I thought that my first injury with running, so as a runner, um, was my knee and like patellofemoral pain syndrome or chondromalacia patella. It all has different names, but really it's just runner's knee. Okay. Basically, runners or jumpers' knee.
1: And explain what that is.
0: Well, okay, so that's, uh, you know, um, it's just pain in the front of your knee underneath that kneecap.
1: Okay. And okay. it comes from, because people have that and they talk about there's like other runners. There's knee. a whole slew of okay, things we're not that go cause into that. It. Okay. Yeah.
0: but Well, just because there's so many things. But I thought that that was my first injury. And then I was looking, I was digging up pictures for our podcast episode on our first, you know, failures um in endurance sport Uh uh-huh and as i was looking through the pictures i was you know and i was like looking at the span of time like okay well the knee injury was you know this date and then i'm looking at these pictures which is before the knee injury and i've got you know that athletic tape wrapped all around my left ankle and i was like oh my god i forgot it was my it was my ankle sprains, my constant mm. ankle sprains, oh. and I I was like, okay, let's re- rewrite history because <laughs> we forgot, we blocked that out, and really, I have had an unstable ankle there like forever. Yeah, I mean, and that's one of those things that you know you could you can tape up kind of depending upon how like severe it is, and and run through that versus the knee was like a stopper, mm-hmm. right?
1: Um, but. But I feel like once you roll those ankles, they just seem like they keep rolling. Right, (laughs) gives me the heebie. Well,
0: here's why: because those are ligaments. So when you sprain the ankle, it's a ligament, and it's really never does go back to the original tightness and support that it had initially. And if you know, if you have a grade three complete rupture tear, you have surgery. Well, that didn't happen to me. I was just repetitively spraining, turning over that left ankle constantly. Okay, well, um, I, what I never had back then was physical therapy for it because, you know, while the in, in the initial injuries, we never did the proper physical therapy so that as it was healing, the ligament fibers would align appro- appropriately as it was, you know, trying to heal. So... You know, while the ligament may still always be a little bit longer, it still could have had its fibers lined up correctly. Because sure. um, when they when they heal, they're like patching it like a patchwork, mm-hmm. and the fibers are going every which way, which isn't as stable. And then, of course, just developing strength and stability, the foot core. Um, you know, we could talk about that in another podcast, but all of those things, that was never... I, I just We just didn't have it. I was no. never sent for that. So... Um, And it still continues to be a problem today, Until but now I work on it. Mm. But if you think about all of my injuries have been on the left side. It was the left knee. It was the left hip labral tear. It's the left SI joint. And why? Because of that lack of stability in that left foot and ankle.
1: Which is just bananas. And I mean, think about how many people... I feel like we all just used to rip the shit out of our ankles like you rolled it it would blow up it turned purple and then it's just you know you just kept on going and now i think about all like we're all walking with like you know it goes clear up the chain it does yeah and you know
0: some people i don't know i just it's unfortunate that you know back back then i didn't see you know it was you'd go to the trainer and you'd get taped up and you'd go
1: well i think that's what we all yeah and still, I mean, you know, because it depends on if you have access to go, you know, and do you have That's access right. to somebody who's good? I mean, I feel like accessing that care now, it's, it may be available, but that doesn't mean it's accessible. Yeah.
0: I love right now, um, in the last, you know, five or six years, I've been getting a lot of referrals from some area, um, uh, running coaches. Mm. Some of the high school teams, mm-hmm. and then like, maybe you get one kiddo from that high school team and you help them and then all the other parents are like oh my gosh but my my daughter or my son has this thing and then I see that patient Mm -hmm. and it's it is so wonderful because beyond even above and beyond like kind of what they came in for it was like okay now we're we're seeing this evaluation it's like well why did they have that injury in the first place you know okay maybe some training error mixed in with Oh this person's not rotating in their spine like they should uh-huh. and this is why her hip hurts or sure. whatever. And then kind of addressing that and giving these kids at a young age yeah. that knowledge and understanding of how to save their body and yeah. have longevity in the sport. Yeah. So that has been super fun for me. I've enjoyed that.
1: And that's a real shift. I mean, I feel like it's been interesting because when I coached cross country, <clears throat> gosh, it's been it's been a minute. But when I was Which uh, which team did you coach? I coached Tony Mission North. You. Oh, okay. I did. I, I did not know, it. I, I know It's always a surprise. <laughs> oh, I coach swimming. Yeah, there, I knew you did that. And I coached cross How country. I didn't know about the cross country. I, I think I helped with track too. I would have loved you oh, as my cross country <laughs> It coach. was so fun. I have lots of things, lots of thoughts from that. But um, it's just really been interesting because I remember my time there as a coach on staff. And I was an assistant and new, and swimming was really my thing. And so I had sort of a... You know my role was very like i wasn't in charge i was just helping and following directions so i didn't have a lot of influence um but now as i see kids like sometimes that are coming in like i have a couple that come in for massage who are high school runners and talking with with them or mostly their parents kind of about some of the differences in how high school coaches are now like approaching the development of their runners and Mm -hmm. just you know, and not in all the schools. I think it depends very much on the oh, coach. It it right? does. And there are some but coaches that are wonderful. There are, And I happen to have a couple that really have wonderful mm-hmm. coaches and are aware of, like... You know, rest and a proper build and all of these things that wait recovery, recovery, right? And and like you need to be testing iron for these kids. And oh, some I did you know. I'm and some so of the strength training, yep, which is which is amazing. And, and I think nutrition. these coaches are ones that like have run at a very high level themselves and are you and know and that. and they're young enough that they were exposed to that kind of yep. stuff. So my hope is that that trickles down because I think you know you really can start eroding an athlete from a pretty young age. And if you're able to say, let's let's not only recover now, but teach you the value of recovery. So you carry that forward and you don't just smash your body to shit, you know? And And, like you need iron and you need to address problems early and rest is just as important as the work and just, you know, a totally different mentality, which is just, it's really fun to see that. Yeah, And there's some,
0: there's um, a, a coach in the area who's, who's quite a bit older and he's, Someone who is just constantly keeps himself updated on the current research. Mm-hmm. And I think that is invaluable. So, yeah. yeah, there's some, there's some, for every good coach, there's a not so good coach, of unfortunately. Course. But um, And that's
1: true in any profession. That's true. Right? Yeah. And different coaches there's a for different curve. people. I mean, you chop yeah. around, you find people like, yeah. you know.
0: But within uh, the, I think within the high school arena around in here, we're very lucky to have some really good coaches looking after these kids.
1: Yeah. No, it's.
0: And their teams do better. Yeah. You know, they actually do better. Yeah. They're healthy runners. And they're
1: not injured. Right, right. So they're healthy
0: runners. Yeah, some- um so what's our take home message that this
1: What is? What are we yammering on about? <laughs>
0: I think yeah, what are we? I, I would say one of the things to take home is that um one injury that isn't addressed can lead to future injuries. Right? So whether it was that was whether it was filing, yeah, you know, and that that led to us, you know, and it um, contributing to your injury in swimming or whether it was like ankle sprains that then turned into because it wasn't addressed, you know, knee pain and knee yeah. surgery and hip pain and hip surgery.
1: Well, I think it's I, it's taken me a really long time to understand the connection between something that seems so innocent and so long ago. Right. And it's like a machine. And, you know, if you think about like if you had like a car part and it was like you were slightly missing that, like like the axle was slightly off and you drove it for 10 years, like eventually that car is going to end up in a pretty funky position because <laughs> it's just like grinding away at like slightly off kilter, right? And it's just taking me so long to understand that that's what's happening with the body. And so those stupid little things that happened, you know, 10 years ago, like, you know, the, I remember when I first really understood that and it was when we were working at the PT clinic and there was a guy that was coming in, he was a tennis player and he was having a problem with his shoulder uh-huh. and they'd addressed it. They couldn't, you couldn't figure it. Um, I don't remember it wasn't you who was working on it. Okay. Um, but eventually it, they figured out that it was in his toe and because his oh, yeah. toe wasn't functioning when he went to plant and trying to turn his body and load his swing, yep. that his shoulder was, compensating because his big toe wasn't doing what it was supposed to do and it just like kind of made that all click and it's you know everything's yep. always like oh everything's all connected and you know everybody thinks that's so cliche but i'm like actually, uh, actually my friend.
0: it is and it's all about biomechanics and we talk about that in our upcoming um we have a couple episodes that we talk about um your spinal rotation spinal, and that, rotation. spinal rotation and then i just have to jump on this because I don't want to wait for another podcast, but you talked, you have a really, you just had that really good analogy about the car. Mm-hmm. And the same can be said about running shoes. People are always like, well, when should I replace my running shoes? Oh. And it's like, oh, you know, there's these rules of thumbs, like, you know, 350 miles on a run shoe or whatever, but it kind of depends on the shoe. Like, you know, how it, whether it's a, what materials it's made out of, right? Like a racing shoe is not going to last nearly as long as some of the other stu- sturdier shoes. Um, but my point is that some people wear their shoes a little differently. So if you're someone mm-hmm. who kind of always like lands on the outside of their foot, which was me, raise my hand, Uh huh. that sprained ankle foot, oh. always supinated a little bit more. So it was, ran on the edge and I would wear out the edge of that shoe. So this is kind of like the axle, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay. But as I wore out the outside of my shoe mm-hmm. on that, the left side of my left shoe just kept wearing down, well, now it would tilt even more out to the left. Oh. And I would be more likely to sprain it. So I had to replace my shoes every mm, 150 to 200 miles. I was going through them like every two months. Oh, <laughs> because <laughs> of how <laughs> you training would it, it would actually, it it to make it actually perpetuate. Worse. Yeah, kind of like so if your axle being yeah. off or whatever probably affected the tires and how yeah. they were rubbing and then those tires were off. And then that would make it go off kilter even more and more and more and more. Oh, it's interesting so little fact. Interesting. In our take-home message, turn into a whole so other. Treat
1: yourself podcast. kindly. Yeah. <laughs> Take care of your injuries.
0: Okay, so um little tiny, little tiny quick fire. A quick well, fire. A quick fire closer. Um, are you a morning or a night person? Oh my gosh. This question. I, I I'm like I have a 50-50 chance of guessing what it is.
1: Yes, you do. So I have to I have to this is, this seems like it should be an easy answer, but it is not. Well, oh it, my God, we're going to make it complicated. It's not complicated. But okay. so I, for, for years, for most of my life, I was a morning person. I mean, I would get up at like sometimes before four o'clock and get all my work. I mean, cause I was working out, you know, you were working out before work and then you're working out after work. And so oh, you yeah. get all that done. I mean, I was and with swimming, you're get up, you know, you're up four o'clock every day. I mean, so for most of my life, I was up. Very early, like four. But o'clock was that for, forced on you, or, or or were you just naturally a morning well, person? Well, that's where I'm going with. Yeah. It. So okay. that's like because you know, and then I tell you what's so what switched that for me. One, I started. I had a a job that's more flexible now, so I didn't, you know, oh, so I yeah. could structure that. But actually, getting my dog, and I was like, oh. I love there's like the morning with my dog, oh, and I was so- like, and then I just sort of hit a point where I can't. I'm like, I'm I am. I would say I'm not really. I like to take my time in the morning now. Like I and I didn't used to value sleep. I used okay. to think if I didn't sleep, I could pack two lives into one. Mm-hmm. Okay, we can we we all know how that ends when you're doing endurance sports oh, and you're like training you know, fifteen to twenty hours yeah. a week. Like it's not it doesn't. Mm. Um, so my my I really value sleep a huge amount now, and I love taking my time in the morning. So I don't know. I mean, it's not like I sleep in real late, but I like to get up like, you know. I mean, I wouldn't say i'm up i like to get up at like you know seven okay so 30 so
0: you're and so it's interesting because your response to this question is how you treat your morning um oh that's a good if point. you had a choice between if if i came up to you and said you know what you can either for the rest of that's your life you can good. only experience mornings or only experience um evenings which mornings. would you choose? Mornings. mornings. Because okay. I'm...
1: Cho- by night. I mean, I'm Grandma Gertrude. Like, by night...
0: <laughs> I'm just Oh, fantastic. my gosh, 8.30. Meh.
1: I'm like, ah. Yeah. You know, I'm probably
0: Yeah, so you're a morning person. I'm a morning person. Whether you get up early or whatever, it doesn't really matter. But it's, it's like you value or enjoy your morning more. I'm
1: way more productive.
0: Yeah, okay. Oh. I'm a morning person.
1: Okay. Definitely.
0: And you know what it is? It's like, I'm like, why do I like... Mo- I like mornings even more when the sun is shining. But mornings are always... T- I think this is why I like it because it's just like, like it's opportunity and maybe it's, I, I'm excited about opportunity because I have more energy in the morning. Some people are more, have more, find their energy in the evening maybe. I don't know. To me, that's like, I'm done. And maybe it's because I woke up. I don't know. But morning just makes me feel like there's so much hope and energy and opportunity for the morning. Whether I'm going to work, whether I'm going to go see my friends and have or workout whatever it is it's just like oh, yeah. the day <laughs> you're like a dog you remind me of oh, our dogs oh, like a little, I'm wagging my tail in the morning oh my but at night it's like
1: wah, wah, wah. oh I mean I'm grandma Gertrude I think I've been I think I've been a senior citizen since I was two years old <laughs> but you know why I also love the morning because I love coffee coffee and it's coffee hilarious. does make it better oh it's the best i do and so i'm also for those of you familiar with enneagram i have a lot of i know you're not an enneagram person but i have a lot of five in me which is like you've got a limited oh, wait, amount of energy sorry for like you just whole, like
0: blurted through that vocabulary word um enneagram? that pronoun yeah what? that's a test of like your kind of your oh. personality
1: it's sort of it's like personality, a personality test we don't need to yeah. go into it here i won't but but if you're familiar with the enneagram five like they have a limited amount of you know energy for interactions and things oh, okay. and i feel like
0: <gasps> okay i need to take that test
1: yeah it's it is so i even got i hired an enneagram coach last year oh my god it was great. so great
0: all it right, was we'll so t- cool different okay.
1: podcast it. <laughs> and then i brought her to talk to our team she well gave i heard to about that team. i heard about that from all your athletes it was really it was yeah. it's really interesting it valuable it yes was valuable Get to know yourself. Okay, yeah. anyway, we so, totally digress. Take care of your bodies. Yeah, we are rambling. Take care time. of your bodies. Bye-bye. Time for bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, we, we are, are in this, this together. together. Until next time.